What's up, guys? Hey, happy holidays. I hope everyone's had a, a great holiday, and I was having some technical issues with um, Blue Jeans, but this is the AMA because I'm stuck in Frozen, uh, the Frozen Tundra of Savannah, and I had some really great email questions come in today. All those people that answered, if you're not on our email list for Cairo Sushi, um, you can jump on uh, at kairosushi.com, and I give away, uh, I'm giving away a bunch of free stuff today, books, tickets to sushi. Anyone who answered and, and sent in the email question, I'm going to answer answering some of these questions coming up. Uh, but first, I wanted to share that um, we have a big mentor that's coming back to Cairo Sushi Summit. Um, if you guys don't know about the Cairo Sushi Summit, you can go to either kairosushisummit.com or Cairo Sushi Summer Camp. And um, you can learn more about the mentors that we have here. This is going to be even bigger and badder than last year. Uh, we're going to have main platform speakers. We're going to have, uh, hey, Nicole, Happy New Year. We're going to have, uh, that's my girl, Nicole Cowley. You can see us on Thursdays uh, for our uh, weekly podcast, Cairo Social Tech Raw. Um, we're going to have breakout rooms with about an hour to hour and a half classes uh, to go deeper down subjects. We got Black Diamond Club, Sean and Lacey are going to be working on a couple different topics that you can segue into. Um, we have a close for Cairo who are going to be talking about sales, men of iron, Dr. Ed Osborne. Um, I got some other names for like some micro classes. Then we're going to have our main stage with some new fresh speakers, some legendary speakers, and obviously our keynotes, which I'm really excited about, like Brian Tracy, Tucker Max, Coop Blackson, uh, Davin Michaels on Thursday. He's going to be opening up our Thursday afternoon session. If you don't know who Davin Michaels is, um, he's the founder of 123 Employee. Um, he is the uh, he is the outsource king, and he's going to be taking taking about an hour and a half for the main platform, teaching us LinkedIn and outsourcing with VAs. Um, it's worth it alone to come to Cairo Sushi Summer Camp or Cairo Sushi Summit this year, just to hear from uh, David. Uh, but I'm excited to announce tonight that I just got word that uh, my bro crush from uh, subluxation.com, from Chiropractic Leadership Alliance. Dr. David Fletcher is going to be coming back and being a mentor uh, for Cairo Sushi Summit. So that's going to be dope. I'm really excited about that. Um, so we, we locked that down last week. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of questions are going to be, uh, I think, for everyone that uh, I'm just sharing this around in different groups right now. Um, if you have your own questions, you didn't email me, you can ask them in this page here. And uh, I'm going to start pulling up some of these questions that were just, I thought, really, really cool. Um, so bear with me. Uh, regarding stuck. All right. So start from the very beginning. Nancy, Dr. Nancy. Uh, Dr. Nancy, who's in Black Diamond Club, also a Cairo Sushi Samurai. We'll talk a little bit about Samurai. Some people had some questions about Samurai. She wanted me to go over my Magic Six again. And I think what she meant was my Circle of Life platform that I really go hardcore in teaching in the Cairo Sushi Samurai group. If you guys aren't in Samurai, uh, this is a great place for you to get hand-holding. It's kind of like going to the Genius Bar um, and getting – 
me and other mentors to help you with your questions about practice building, marketing. What up, my man, Philip Rod? He's he's in Samurai. Philip Rogers in Samurai. What's up, my man? And in Samurai, one of the big focuses over the last quarter has been uh, the what I call the Tristan Circle of Life because it's an efficient and effective way to do search and do social media. And all it is, here's the recipe, guys. Um, it's taking a topic, doing a Facebook Live, downloading the Facebook Live. So say, for example, you did a question on our chiropractic adjustment safe. Now, if you were hanging out with sushi over the winter uh, and the holidays, you might have gotten our the top 912 questions patients are asking on Google. Um, you can hit me up for a copy of that. I'm giving that away during the holiday season. Great starting point to start with your Facebook Live videos. Uh, and the first number one question is, are chiropractic adjustments safe? So you can uh, take doing a question on Facebook Live, are chiropractic adjustments safe? Download that video, upload that video to YouTube. Now you're gonna get some SEO juice going. Take the embed code from YouTube, repurpose it on a blog, I prefer WordPress. If you guys know me out in Sushi Land, I'm a WordPress guy, but Squarespace works well too. There's other things you can do. And then re-push that out and put some Facebook advertising dollars, put some LinkedIn dollars into it. And so literally taking a Facebook Live, probably about 20 to 30 minutes once you get this locked down, you can do the Tristan Circle of Life once a week, every week. And that could be your only thing that you could commit to. And it will do just wonders for your ROI. So that's really what I like to call the Tristan Schaub circle of life. Um, and we're going to be working on in Samurai the Frankenstein method, which is taking old content and repurposing it back out. So we're talking about that. Um, Casey Payne asked, uh, Tristan, thanks for always giving back. You're welcome. Talk to me about the automated content that should be sent out once someone signs up in a click funnel campaign. Like what are the best ways content to get people engaged once they sign up for your giveaway item in the click funnel. Um, so these are your series of drip emails and in click funnels you can either use actionetics which uh, is the click funnel branded uh, email sequence you can use drip you can use infusionsoft my buddy over at techsubluxation.com Dan McCoy who will be speaking at the Cairo Sushi Summit uh, he likes to use infusionsoft um, it, you can use MailChimp. Um, your first sequence of emails, uh, I, I would suggest, and there's other methods and modalities, but you asked me the question. Uh, the first sequence after, say, someone signed up for a giveaway uh, would be a thank you and getting them to actually learn this trick from Sean Dill at Black Diamond Club would be getting them to double opt in and having them reply to a question like, how can I help you? How can I serve you? What are your goals? Um, and, and, uh, uh, I'm going to try to stay focused. I saw a couple questions come up there. I, I will acknowledge those guys for you guys in a second. Um, so first one is getting them to re-engage and reply to your email because you're going to have better white label email delivery when it comes to that. Maybe a second funnel drippage would be getting to know more about you, but through a story. You know, storytelling is where it's at and it's always going to be at. So you can use patient testimonials, a patient testimonial video. Maybe a third drippage email might be 
a white label research showing that you actually know your stuff and it's backed up by data and quantifiable analytics. And then a fourth, and I think a fourth is just kind of where it should be at in that campaign from a giveaway is inviting them to an event. We're going to talk more about that because there's questions about that. So Casey, that was a great question. I hope that helped. Uh, that's where I would lead in a funnel drippage sequence for the automation emails. Phil Rogers, we got to do a series. Happy New Year, Jennifer. Jennifer Trent from Got Dreams, guys. If you haven't bought Got Dreams t-shirts, you see me wear them all the time because they're fantastic quality. They look great. Uh, just wonderful, wonderful gear. You can always hook up with Jen at DE. You might have seen her at Cairo Sushi. Uh, she's got some of my favorite shirts. Tap That Atlas is one of my favorite ones. She does great work. Uh, Phil Rogers says, we've got to do a series on chat fuel. I'm working on building out a chat bot now, man. I like chat bots, dude. I, I think there's some pros and cons to them. I, I think that we're seeing – we saw the rise of chat bots and what's possible – uh, but we still want to have some, you know, real deep infrastructure there. So we'll, we'll talk about that some other time. How do you do Kelly Duffner, my man from Cairo Coffee, the coffee that not only powers you up, but lights you up, I'll say. How do you do a Facebook Live that's not actually live? Well, my preferred choice is using Blue Jeans. Uh, Blue Jeans actually allows you to uh, redistribute out downloaded content and, uh, uh, Nicole's literally wearing one of Jennifer's Trent t-shirts, not one of Jen's shirts that she wore before, but actually one of Jen's t-shirts that she sells at God Dreams. Jen, make sure to put a link to your t-shirt site in the comment box. So, um, Kelly, you know, if you, I prefer uh, blue jeans, blue jeans, you can redistribute out pre-recorded content um, out there and uh, it works well for me. So I hope that helped answer your question there. Let me go back to some of the email ones. Now, remember, if you if, if anyone's on there listening who's on the emails, you're going to be put into a raffle. I'm going to be giving away uh, some of the raffle prizes are free tickets to Cairo Sushi Summit, uh, free membership months to uh, Cairo Sushi Samurai. Um, I have some books, Cast to Be Chiropractor by Liam Schubel. I have The Book in the Box Method by Tucker Max. I have a couple Brian Tracy books. I have You Are the One by Coot Blackson. And uh, so some of the people that replied by email are going to be entered into a raffle. So if you aren't part of our email, get on our email list at kairosushi.com. There are people literally out here in this industry that talk about reading my emails just because of the craft of how uh, I write my emails. Um, so uh, Joe, Joe, oh, this dude's doing big things. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, uh, so forgive me. Uh, I, I'll, I don't want to butcher it, but Joe's a student, Joe uh, Abtresky. I apologize, Joe. Joe and his team and his band of brothers of students literally built the first ever on-campus DE Dynamic Essentials group for Life University. So if you guys know kind of the backstory there, Life was DE, Sid is gone, there hasn't been a DE club. Joe had over 100 and I think 111 students show up at the DE club. Just phenomenal. This guy's going to be, when he gets out and he's practicing, this is a future leader in tick, and, and my, my hat's off to him. Um, he wrote a really great question. We see quite a bit, and there's going to be some people that disagree with me, but I'm going to share what I believe and uh, my qualifications to back that up. I'll share that as well. What are the pros and cons of creating a presence on social media for an office brand versus an individual? i.e. 
uh, Abtresky Chiropractic or whatever the office name is. So I'll say Schaub Chiropractic uh, Instagram versus a Tristan Schaub Instagram. And the thing is, most chiropractors are going to be searched. And, and, and this is the first thing I look at. Google is your first impression. Word of mouth is how most practices are built. So when practice members are referring you, they're typically not referring your practice name. They're referring you. Now, I know there's going to be people out there that go, but when you want to sell your practice, down the road, when you get to eventually want to sell your practice, I know many successful chiropractors that had their own. Stephen Companion in Syracuse is a great example of this. He's been dead and gone for years, and his practice is still named Stephen Companion. Um, I believe, if I'm correct, Mercola uh, had a practice outside of Illinois, if, if that's if I'm correct with that. And so the, the, the thing about selling a practice down the road is really about what are you bringing to the table from a sellable standpoint? What is, down the road, it's, in this universe, it's going to be how many social media followers you have. One number to think about is for every Facebook fan that you have, when you sell your practice, that's worth 15 to $21, depending on the market. So uh, I believe that you should brand yourself. You are your brand, especially when you're a doctor. The average doctor's name is searched 40 to 60 times a month compared to a practice name, which is searched maybe a dozen times a month. So when practice members are referring and people are doing their due diligence, they're going to search your name. So I believe that going forward, when you launch out your career, that you should be branding all your Instagram, all your social profiles, your practice, your DBA, as you, as you are your brand. I know there's going to be people that disagree with that out there, um, but I can quantify that with when you do eventually sell your practice, the only thing that really matters um, is how long you're sticking around to help convert those patients over. Because buying a practice and keeping those patients is a whole nother story. Um, and so the sales of a practice is, is a whole nother ball game. But Joe, I hope, I hope that answer you, uh, brand yourself. And that's based on the analytics of what we know today is to be our phone book, which is Google. Uh, yay. Let's get loopy. What's up, loopy loop? Uh, Lisa Lupo, congratulations to her reopening up her practice in the Detroit area. That's beautiful. We're going to see her at Cairo Sushi Summit. I have a feeling she's going to try to steal Tucker Max away from his wife. So I will have security there. And uh, so I have Serbiet. Serbiet, her, Dr. Serbiet here. Scott Little, my man, what's going on? My brother, Scott Little's here. Sir, Dr. Serbiet here asks, what's the first thing a newbie should do to get started on social media? Oh, I love this question. So the first thing a newbie should do uh, to, when they get on social media. So I'm going I'm to use newbie with uh, I'm a newbie and I'm opening up a practice or I have a practice established. The first thing you should do is you should open up your phone and go to the reminders uh, section and you should set three reminders a day, six days a week to do something and post something on Facebook. Because the first thing that happens with newbies is becoming consistently inconsistent. And that's a phrase you never want to hear, hear uh, being said about you. I know because I've had it said about me in my early 20s. Um, so newbies have a tendency to be consistently inconsistent. If you can set reminders 
and build your strategy and not worry about what's happening with engagements, with shares, just get consistent with posting content, that's your first step. The second step for newbies is you want to look at developing a budget so that you can actually extend that reach out there. And we're talk more about that, I believe, in a question that comes up. Uh, if you are on and you're listening, I know we got 16 people live. You want to say you're here, give me a shout-out, give me some loves, give me some hearts, give me all that stuff that makes me go goo-goo-gaga. Um, Joshua. Joshua Fritz asked, um, I had a question for you. I heard Dr. Ryan on the Chiropractic Philanthropist podcast the other day. That's Dr. Ed Osborne from Men of Iron Guts. If you're a dude and you're not in Men of Iron, you need to get in Men of Iron. I'm telling you, this is a growing group. Um, so Dr. Ed's podcast the other day, one of the best podcasts, not just Cairo podcast, podcast out there. And he mentioned something about Cairo Sushi for $79 a month membership. It's actually $74 a month. And But for life me, I can't find any info about it on your site. Oh, my bad. You guys can go to kairosushisamurai.com if you're interested in joining Cairo Sushi Samurai. This thing pays for itself. Dr. Slack, I got a Dr. Slack, Tristan Schaffer Union President. I like that. Dr. Slack is with us. If you go to kairosushisamurai.com, you can sign up for Samurai. It's no contract. You can schedule up to an hour a week with me to for me to work with you one-on-one -on, -one on anything and all your funnels and uh, all your campaigns. We can tweak stuff together. But this is the cool thing. You get two tickets plus two staff tickets to the Cairo Sushi Summit. You get free passes to future upcoming Cairo Sushi Masterminds with me and President Bones. You get free books. You get exclusive interview content. You get uh, book summaries. We're doing book summaries now, so you can act like you read the book, um, and you can be all smart. Um, so that's Cairo Sushi Samurai. Josh Fritz, uh, is uh, 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 that's your question there. That was a great question because it's about how we can make money at Cairo Sushi. Love that. Um, actually, no, I'm just teasing you guys. Emily writes to me. Emily Burton. Oh, I love this question. Do you have any good book recommendations? If you guys have any questions, uh, you can ask me uh, questions in the comments. I, I will see them. I will try to go through them. Uh, do I have any good book recommendations on marketing? I really, I really do. Um, first of all, uh, from a marketing standpoint, I would read anything by James Altucher and Choose Yourself. Um, he's got a series of books, Choose Yourself, James Altucher. Uh, those are great books when it comes uh, to marketing. Uh, Noah Kagan from AppSumo. So these are people and heroes of mine. Uh, these uh, There's a great marketing book by Noah Kagan. I don't remember the title of it. Um, here's a book that you can download off of Amazon, and it's from 2011, but it's Medical Marketing to Professionals, and it's by my former a colleague and one of my mentors, John Kim, who spoke last year at Cairo Sushi Summit and was the CEO of a company called Dr. Base, which apparently there are people in other groups that are wondering, did I actually work for a company called uh, Dr. Base? Philip Rogers, the Thank You Economy from Gary Vaynerchuk. That's really good. But I would check out this book by John Kim. There's still so many gold nuggets in there. Literally, it gives you the game plan, my game plan that I've been using for years. Um, you can, I think you can get it for nine bucks on Amazon. I will put um, together a blog post related to that question with about 20 to 25 different books uh, that I love, but those would be the first three that come off 
the top of my head. Emily Burton, I love that question. Um, so, uh, Kelly Duffner, he, he wrote to me in an email. He's got a question about um, – this is uh, from an anonymous person. Has three questions for the genie. So uh, how do you – starting your own or buying an established clinic, how do you differentiate what's the better – Option. I think you have to look at the target market that you're in. Uh, I believe you have to look at your cash capital. Um, if you can get kind of angel funding or if you're going to be on loans. Um, so, you know, starting your own practice, if you had to put up a pup tent and you go out and door knock um, versus, you know, building out someone taking over someone else's practice. The scary part about taking someone else's practice over is, I believe the numbers out there, and this is dental, chiropractic, and other healthcare, uh, considering mixed restraints and everything in between. What's up, Tom? It's Tom for the Gonstead Clinic. Um, you got to remember where they're, where uh, the the framework of the relationship is with that personality-driven practice and what the conversion rate, how long that doc that you're buying the practice is going to stay on because that's going to be the kicker. If they're only going to stay on for three months to six months, I guarantee you most people are going to lose 50% of the practice that they just bought. The other things that come into play is, did they have a social media presence? Are you buying their website that's already ranking? So all these things that we didn't think about years ago when buying a practice that are more important today when it comes to marketing. So those are the things that you have to consider. If it were me, I'd always start out on my own to build my own brand. I know it, it might be uh, not as cost effective early on, but that, uh, that's, that's my two cents. Um, how to transition from associate to your own clinic without losing ground on your established patient base. And how do you value the purchase of a price of a clinic with some hard numbers? Well, I'm going to Henry Ford this because I am not the first person. To, I'll be the first person that goes out there. I don't have the answers for everything. And I'm actually going to acquiesce that question to a couple of my peeps out there like Liam Schubel, uh, Barbara Eaton. Um, these are individuals, uh, Dr. Noel Lloyd from Five Star, uh, individuals I think that can better answer those questions for you, Kelly, and I'll get them to answer them in a Cairo Sushi blog post because I don't feel I am the best person to answer that question. But they are in Cairo Sushi Samurai where you can ask those questions every day. So I am not going to be able to answer that question. Um, and uh, But I will get the answer for you like Henry Ford would have. Uh, but great questions, Kelly. Bradley, Walter, he's a samurai. He asked a question. I'm setting up Facebook Live video platform. Is BeLive the best choice over Blue Jeans for interviews and panel discussions? This is a great question. I get to ask this all the time. Blue Jeans or BeLive? I see you use them both. Why? One, I always like to have a backup technology because technology fouls sometimes. Earlier tonight, I went on a live video to start this with Blue Jeans. And my window for uh, seeing comments disappeared on me, and I ended it right away. I've had times where the browser-based system on BeLive is not working, and BlueJeans is. So first and foremost, having two and having a backup is efficient and smart. Uh, the second thing, Bradley, as far as doing live interviews and panels, I like both for different reasons. BlueJeans, I can put the links above to already be linkable, and I can see the comments coming in. Oh, you can see that with, with BeLive as well. But I like that you can put the title and optimize and maximize the title 
beforehand. I also like that you can go up to you can go up to thirty viewers on Blue Jeans. Uh, be live, I like because you can put overlays like I have KairoSushiSummit.com on over the screen that you guys see. And when you invite someone into doing an interview, I believe the maximum you can have is up to three or you can have three or four up to four windows. So you have a max capped out, but you can control the screen and actually have more of a producer's chair. So both have pros and cons. My advice is invest in having both platforms. Uh, they have low monthly, uh, low monthly opt-ins for them. Uh, that's my advice in that situation. So, but if I had a gun to my head, I had to pick one, it would be blue jeans. So I hope that helps answer any question there. Uh, Brian Blackwell, if you guys have any questions, again, you can answer, the, answer them in the comments. Let me see if I'm missing anything. Scott Little, my man, uh, good advice. Thank you. We should be able to. We're all for the same thing just because we have different thoughts. Uh, considering mixer, oh, Tom Patrick has, considering mixer straights and everything in between, can the profession ever unite? If so, how? I don't think I have the answer for that, but I do truly believe that we uh, we all got into this because we wanted to help serve people one way or the other. And I don't think the med even the medipractors really, really are coming from a standpoint of, of ill will. Um, <laughs> I do believe that actually I've heard a theory that uniting the profession would be what happened to the American Medical Association and all the docs there that we're now seeing the ramifications of having a more unified uh, profession. And so it might be in the best interest of the consumer, of the practice member, and of the profession to be divided uh, for the art of what we offer and what the differences people bring to the table. Um, so, you know me, guys, I grew up in a straight philosophically family, but a mixer uh, background, if you will. Um, and I encourage, as long as you don't want to do harm to someone, uh, I think that's the first place we start. And we got to start looking at the like the lower bricks level of that, the foundation first, instead of picking apart if you're using other therapies like light therapies and stuff like that, because I like lasers. Um, is it chiropractic? No, but um, I like them and they do some big things. Um, but so does an upper cervical adjustment. So um, that's my opinion. I don't think it's an ultimate answer. This is a great question from Brian Blackwell. He moved to a small community, about 20,000 on the Oregon coast. And conventional marketing uh, I did in other states does not seem to be work here like it did in other states. I chatted with some dental offices and found that the best marketing they found is direct flyers. Here's my question. Since direct flyers are out of my price range, are they going to, and they're going to cost a few thousand dollars, Facebook advertising doesn't seem to work here. What do you do? I'm advertising now in the local weekly print and seem to look most here and try to out different ads. I have only one in a month. We keep adjusting the ads so they pop out more. I'm going to give it a solid three months before I decide to continue on or move to something else. If the community you live in is not high tech, what other options do you think you should explore? I ran a free health focus class for six months. Okay, so this is all over the place. So I love you, I love you, Brian. This is a great question, and uh, thank you for for uh, at, being concerned about my layover in the frozen tundra of Savannah, Georgia. Um, okay, the first thing I'm going to address here is direct flyers are out of my price range. We need to start looking at if if you went to your community leaders 
and other health professionals said, this is what works in our community, then you need to listen to those people that say it works. And you either, A, need to figure out getting the capital investment or the angel fundraising to support your mission. That's one section of the story. The other side is we need to start thinking about lifetime value. And so dentists are really good at this. Um, direct flyers do still work in certain communities. And if direct flyers are working, uh, then you need to understand that for a dentist, a dentist is typically looking at what is the lifetime value of my patient. If it costs me thousands to acquire a practice member that's going to be worth twenty or $30,000 down the road, then I will take that investment in if it's working day in and day out. In the chiropractic model, I, I believe that we're so stuck on the short term of the cases and the six visits and just, just the first visit alone, getting into day one's day two. We have to get out of that. And, and part of getting out of that is getting help with your sales in programs like Close for Cairo. Uh, shout out to my, my, my boys and, and uh, my crew over at Close for Cairo that help with helping with sales. Also Black Diamond Club, Sean Dillon Lacey. Uh, those are organizations that can help with uh, sales. I'm also going to speak a little bit more what they can do for you down uh, your other questions. Um, so I'm doing Facebook advertising. It's not a tech area. Uh, I keep adjusting the ads. I think when you commit to Facebook advertising at the very minimal, you have to go six to nine months. So uh, you can, um, you can utilize uh, Facebook ads, but be more committed to the long term. Because I, I hate to sound like Gary V here, but you know the older community is using Facebook. They might say they're not, but they're using Facebook. They're out there, and so then the artistry and craft of this becomes: what is your copywriting? What is the images that you're using? And these are things that you can work with me and my team over at Cairo Sushi Samurai on. And I highly, highly suggest Brian. You're a great case for coming over to Sushi because you're it's all over the place. You're in a new community. Uh, we would work perfectly together, uh, and you get an hour of time with me. Um, I, I think that we could dive deeper into the subject, but um, I also think that um, you know Sean Dill and Lacey have great principles in Black Diamond Club. If you ever heard of Always Have Something to Offers, uh, Black Diamond Club is a great group to join for that to learn about the principles there. That will probably definitely work in your community because it's community focused no matter how old or the demographics of the community. It's about segmenting and targeting granular on that community with, with platforms. So uh, Black Diamond Club would be something I would suggest to check out as well. Uh, but these are great questions. Um, I will answer the last thing I'll say to that, Brian, if, if all else fails, um, you know, I am not opposed to going door to door and knocking on doors and becoming a politician. And I think Ryan Bones, my, my president of Cairo Sushi, um, this is something he did very well. He went into his community. Uh, he had t-shirts that were branded for his, uh, his office. He gave away swag. Um, he, uh, he prioritized by becoming a person of interest in his community. And he read the book, uh, you know, Dow Carnegie, how to win, uh, influence people win friends. So I would suggest that because, Going door to door, although it might sound archaic, um, you know what? It can still get the job done. You don't have to go door to door and knock and say, "Have you met? Uh, have I? Have you? Have you met my Lord and Savior, B.J. Palmer, and have a green book out?" 
but you can go door to door and say, Hey, I'm new. I'm the new, I am your new local chiropractor in town. And I just wanted to say hi. If it works still in politics, it has to work everywhere else. And politics still, uh, politics has changed. Uh, dramatically now where we have segmentations. And if you read an article I wrote on Cairo Sushi a, a couple of months ago about how Donald Trump used uh, the Facebook target audiences to keep retraining uh, his method, um, his target audience probably is kind of similar to your target audience. So I think it's going to be a mixture of both. But low-hanging fruit, not a lot of money to invest, just, just sweat equity, knock on some doors, brother, and, and start introducing yourself. Uh, that would be my, my, my world's of wisdom and get involved with programs like Black Diamond Club, Close for Cairo, Cairo Sushi Samurai, Barbie Eaton's Boot Camp, uh, wonderful program. Love Bar Eaton, uh, Barbie Eaton's program. If you guys aren't involved in the boot camp, especially if you're a startup practice, this is a woman that can take you from zero to 60 real quick. Um, so I'm going to keep going. If you guys have any questions, I, I, this is the AMA. I'll go all night until people stop asking. Did Roca ever respond? This is from Dr. Lee Smith. Did did BJ Roca ever respond? If you guys aren't aware, I did invite our friend uh, BJ Roca to debate me at uh, Cairo Sushi Summit. Uh, one because I am a PT Barnum, and I believe that that would be highly entertaining. Uh, two, everyone's due their platform, and if he has something to pitch. And, uh, you know, we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't be opposed to something that might be crazy. Um, and maybe tonality of Facebook has not worked out well for us. Maybe we need to hear this person in person. So the invitation's out there. It's going to be limited. But the invitation's out there for BJ Roca. He has not responded. Uh, but he asked another question, Lee, Lee Smith. Is there an easy way to learn click funnel marketing without going back to school? Yeah. I think uh, Ed Osborne's Laptop Lifestyle Membership Group is great. I think Chad Wolner's got some great programs. Um, I don't necessarily work with uh, uh, click funnels per se in Samurai, but we, we can. I like to use a program called Drip. When we look at funnels, you know, the first thing is, is it's telling a story. So if you were to lay out a story of a movie, it would be very similar to that. So a uh, Samurai is a great program. Ed Osborne's got a great program. Chad Wolder's got a great program. Shout out to those guys. Love to those guys. Lee, great question. Uh, Lance Loomis, my buddy Lance Loomis, he was at the Cairo Sushi Summit last year. He loved it. I remember him saying his business exploded after coming. Um, and uh, he writes, what's the best type of Facebook ad to do to generate new business or patients? He asks, a class? An educational info, promo or pricing. Well, I'm gonna knock promo and pricing off the like right away off there. Don't go for the Groupon style, the living social, um, as as your kind of lead-in source. Educational info, eh, you know, who wants to go to a talk about health? But an event, a party, a party's different. And this is why I love working with Sean Dill's group and Black Diamond Club and, and talking about the always have something to offers. I believe a very congruent thing that we teach together is always have something to offer that's not related to health or chiropractic and driving people there through Facebook ads. But the biggest thing that you can do with Facebook ads, because it's going to be your, your highest return and longest value down the road, is going to be just exposure ads. So running videos with que answering questions, 
getting to know your office, just consistent exposure on Facebook is the best ads. And what will happen six to nine months to 12 months down the road, I promise you, because I've had it done in my own practices, is that you will have a streamlined, probably about 20 to 30% of your new patients will come from Facebook and they will be high quality, they will adore you, and they will be high referring. But the low cost, like this, 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 this thing that we're seeing out there about getting leads in the door with deals, it just doesn't work uh, unless you are bringing in a new modality and you're adding weight loss or you're adding something else to the table. I think it's worth trying out promo stuff. I'm not going to discount it completely, but for your main bread and butter, you want to focus on long tail exposure consistently and you need to be committed to it for, for six months to a year. And um, that's going to be your long-term play because, remember, we're talking about lifetime value, lifetime practice members. So great question from Lance Loomis. Uh, SDC, what's the best way to get the attention of primary care docs as a source of referral? And uh, there's some really great people out there, Nicole Lindsay, uh, Jeffrey Langmaid. Nicole Lindsay has uh, uh, the Dominators group. Uh, Jeffrey Langman has the evidence-based chiropractor. Both are a little bit different. Uh, I recommend those guys for checking out, uh, getting referrals from MDs. Uh, having worked in an MD OBGYN office and seen coming from a chiropractic family, I will tell you this, that lunches uh, will always win. They're trained on lunches by the pharmaceutical companies. So having a lunch with an edification or education uh, system built in and getting to know you uh, is a great way to start building those referrals. Also communicating with them that we might have a mutual patient. So you want to start documenting who your practice members are seeing from a primary care or from an MD standpoint. And I just truly believe that lunches, they, they do work as long as you're charismatic and engaging. So that comes to them working with individuals that can help you like Go Get Talks, Ashley Oshner, Roberto Monaco. Uh, these are people that can help you with communicating and having the confidence. Because I think that's the biggest issue when it comes to talking to MDs from a Cairo perspective is, is the confidence of going into the offices and saying, I know this, you know that. And you have to understand, especially primary cares, they're, they're, they're pretty much um, – they're ambiguous when it comes to like what they do know. It's, it's, it's very, uh, it's not a granular topic. They're not going to know certain things like a Harvard trained OBGYN will know, or they're not going to know what that's why they refer out. So a primary care physician is a great place to start and say, I am the spine expert. I love to do a class for you. Another thing is just off the top of my head is inviting them into your community to refer to them. Uh, if you refer to to that doc and start building up a relationship, oh my god, what? Oh my god, a Cairo referring to an MD? You know what? You know, you come over and say, "Hey, I've referred three or four patients over to you. I want to see how things are going. Love to set up a time to go to lunch. We share mutual patients. When you're collaborating together, that's the key word. When you're collaborating together, you know, mountains can crumble, and you can start seeing the business that you guys can build together. I hope that helped um, SDC, Doc Sherry. Uh, I still have questions. I still got people on. Um, so Jan Tettlebaum asked, how do I learn Facebook ads from my present knowledgeable place? Who can I trust and where should I look and what is a decent testing amount of money to invest? What should the money provide to be worthwhile? Wow. 
these are a lot of great questions. Um, I'm going to first and foremost say Samurai is a great and trustworthy program. No contract for 30 days, money back guarantee. You get handholding with me. Um, Sean Andrews has a great program from the Inspired Chiropractor. Uh, I think that's a great starting point for building and uh, creating ads um, and learning how to do uh, Facebook advertising. Um, who can I trust? So I hope that answered that. Uh, how much money, decent amount of money to invest and what should they provide to be worthwhile? I'm going to answer a different question, but I hope it answers that question. What should be my marketing budget? Because this comes up all the time for people. And there's no right number, but there's certain formulas that I like to use. One is 6%. Second is 12%. Last is 20 to 24% of my revenue coming in. 6% to me is I'm established practice. I want to keep my foot on the pedal. I want to remain consistent in my marketplace. Um, but I also want to save some money. I, I like where I'm at. A little growth is great. 12% of my revenue is my foot's really on the pedal. I can get pulled over. And I know I want to grow. I might have an associate want to bring on. I might want to go to another level in my practice. And then the 20 to 24% is either A, I'm a startup, and so almost a quarter of my money coming in is going to go towards marketing, or I am a conglomerate who's looking to scale exponentially. So if you look at those numbers and what's comfortable to you, 6, 12, or 24%, and your demographic, am I an established practice who just wants to keep my name out there? Am I a growing practice, or am I a startup practice those numbers can help you from, from that paradigm. Hope that helped, John. That was great questions. Uh, I'm going to keep going. Uh, do, 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 do. Quinn asked, what are your thoughts in marketing on Facebook? Well, obviously, I, I think it's a no-brainer. Uh, but I think that we're missing the boat by not looking at things in a, uh, like LinkedIn. And uh, this year you're going to see, especially over in Sushi and Samurai, a lot more content focused on LinkedIn uh, because one of our goals is to help chiropractic bridge that gap between B to uh, B because we we focus so much on B to C, right? Um, but B to B is what's going to bring us to, to business to consumer. And it's either A, setting up talks, uh, just gaining exposure with companies, or actually bringing them to landing pages with white pages that show how we can make more money, save money, and make their life easier in business. So I love Facebook, and I think that it's still the tried and true, but I think we, we missed the boat with LinkedIn when it comes to chiropractic marketing. I also think that going towards in the future that voice is going to be the big thing. So Google AdWords was huge. Voice is going to be huge in 2018 and beyond because we're now going to our um, our Echoes and our Amazons and our Alexises and saying, Alexa, uh, who's the best chiropractor in our neighborhood or is chiropractic are chiropractic adjustments safe? So this is where going back to basis of SEO from a marketing perspective, again, we start getting very granular and narrow on topics. It's always Facebook. LinkedIn's something that we're, 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 we're not leveraging enough. Uh, conversational SEO, uh, I think, is going to be the second biggest thing, too, in 2018. So those are things to look forward to. Great question, Quinn, on that. Uh, Michael, this is going to be my last question, guys. So uh, 
This is a big one. Uh, it's coming from Perth, Australia. He says, great temperature, blue sky, hard day in paradise. That makes me feel awesome. Uh, it's common to hear patient stories of injuries going back to difficult birth. Uh, I Many and most chiro- patients start chiropractic care with symptoms that are outcomes of disruption to their structural and mechanical losses of normal function that occurred decades ago. Somewhere during the course of DDG, the inborn intelligence makes symptoms to alert the patient that something is wrong to cause them to investigate what is wrong. Uh, there's a lot here. I'm going to try to skip ahead to his question. What eventual long-term visit sequence does Cairo Sushi promote? It's a great question. Um, having grown up with lifetime care, I, when I was sick, I got on the table. When I'm healthy, I get on the table. I get checked and I get corrected when there are vertebral subluxations. So the model that Cairo Sushi promotes, and we think it's the model that uh, we should be promoting, is uh, preventative lifetime uh, you know, chiropractic uh, care. And um, I, I really recommend reaching out to individuals such as my father, who's, you know, over 40 years and almost 40 years in practice. And I would say about 80 to 90% of his patient base has been with him since I was a kid. Um, so you're talking over 20, 20 years in his community with the same patients. And this is an individual that does not need to grow his practice. Uh, he refers out to other docs in his community. Um, so if you're looking to build a lifetime practice, come and join Cairo Sushi Samurai. You can, you can spend up to an hour a week with Tim Schaub. And that's a great person that I recommend. Obviously, I'm biased. Uh, but learning how to build lifetime patients because that's what I truly believe in what Sushi believes uh, from the womb to the tomb uh, and checking and correcting all day, all night and uh, doing what's wise for the practice members, for your people. So that was great guys. Um, and uh, it was fun. I was glad we had a lot of people on there for a little bit. And uh, if you haven't heard by now, I would join Cairo Sushi Samurai. So you get free tickets to the Cairo Sushi Summit. If you guys have any questions that I didn't answer, um, Email them to me, put them in the comments later. Maybe I'll do this at AMA once a month or something like that and just go through the, the whole, uh, whole kit and caboodle. This is cool. It's, it's difficult when you're by yourself. So uh, thanks for Dr. Pasek. Thanks for doing what you do with the Gonstead and keeping that alive. It's important that we keep historical uh, relevancies alive in our profession uh, because we have to know where we came from to, to know where we're going. So thanks to Dr. Tom from there. Uh, thank you, Dr. Wexler. Cheers to you guys. Be well, guys. Enjoy the rest of your week.